Are you seeking fulfillment for your life? Do you want freedom from fear? That's why we're here. Welcome to Jesus 101, introducing you to the real Jesus. And now, here's your host, Elizabeth Talbot with Mike Tucker. I'm Mike Tucker. I'm Elizabeth Talbot. And Elizabeth, we talked about caterpillars becoming butterflies, and that is a real paradigm shift from a a creepy, crawly, worm-like figure to this beautiful figure that flies with wonderful colors, a caterpillar becoming a butterfly. And that's often a, a metaphor for the Christian life. Well, in my case, it was also a metaphor for an emotional health. You Mm. know, for so many years, I was a caterpillar, you Mm. know. Many people out there should survive. Mm -hmm. You know, Jesus said, I have come that you may have life and that you may have it abundantly. Mm -hmm. And many of us are okay with just surviving. And there was a time in my life when I had to face this fact. And um, And you got tired of surviving. I got tired of surviving. I said, there has to be something more than that here. And... The cocoon is a difficult place because you kind of lose your identity as a caterpillar, mm-hmm. but you still don't know what you're becoming. Mm-hmm. And the, the cocoon is a womb, but it's also a tomb. So, <laughs> the cocoon is a tomb that becomes a womb to the butterfly, mm. you know? And yet, if, if you try to help a butterfly out of the cocoon too soon, mm-hmm. it, the, the butterfly does not blossom, cannot fly. It killed the butterfly. Yeah, and at the same time, it's, it's difficult to even envision what the butterfly looks like. Mm-hmm. Uh, new paradigms are difficult for all of us because we know that the old paradigm is not working, but we don't know what the new paradigm looks That's right. like. And sometimes when we get to the new paradigm, it's hard to, to believe that we're there and to think the new thoughts yes. in, in the new life because we're so used to being the caterpillar for so long. Now, this sounds like quite a preamble to this little story that we find here in John chapter 5. Yes, it's actually a big story because it's one of those signs. Mm-hmm. Remember that he keeps saying that these are signs. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is uh, another sign. Um that Jesus is going to perform, and it has to do with the man who has been a caterpillar for mm-hmm. 38, 38 years. years. He's been lame, laying by a pool, hoping to be healed for 38 years, cannot walk, cannot work. This and and he's always expecting somebody to help him into the water because those are the thoughts he thinks. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know anything else. So, this is a story uh, in chapter 5 of John. Uh, once again, we have the number five. Remember the five husbands here? We have mm-hmm. five porticos. Mm-hmm. And many people think that John uses the number five so much because of the Jews. For them, the number five yeah. because of the Torah was so important. Mm-hmm. So, the next story after the five husbands, we have five porticos. This man is, is there in this pool. And he's paralyzed. Yeah. After these things, there was a feast of the Jews, and Jesus went to Jerusalem. That's verse 1. Verse 2, now there is in Jerusalem by the sheep gate a pool, which is called in Hebrew Bethesda, uh, having five porticos. Now, for a long time, scholars could not find this pool, and they just thought that John was written at a much later date by someone who didn't know about Jerusalem. And now we found that, what, 40 to 60 feet underneath the existing city, there is such a pool. Yes. Actually, if you you have access to the computer, you can even Google uh, Bethesda. Mm-hmm. And you will get actual pictures of the excavations because they have found these pools now. And there were a multitude of people that were sick, blind, and lame and withered. Look at the description of the caterpillar mm-hmm. on verse 3. That's right. <laughs> sick, blind, lame, and withered. Waiting, waiting for the movement of the waters. It basically, it goes on to tell us that there was a legend at that time that from time to time an angel would come and disturb the waters. And if you could be the first person in, then you would be healed. 
And so they were all waiting around for the waters to be disturbed so that perhaps they could be healed. See, and this is the only paradigm this man knows. Mm-hmm. I've, I've been a caterpillar. Mm-hmm. And caterpillars think like caterpillars. That's you never right. think about flying because you don't know what flying looks like. Mm-mm. So you get into this cocoon, you're waiting, but you're dying as a caterpillar. You're being born as a butterfly. And your tomb is your womb, but you don't know what is about to happen. And mm-hmm. this man could have never thought mm-hmm. what was about to happen that day. He's been there for 38 years, it says in verse 5. And when, verse 6 is, when Jesus saw him lying there and knew that he had already been a long time in that condition, he said to him, do you wish to get well? Now, there's a question for you. Do you wish yes. to get well? And some people would say no, if, if they were really to be honest about that. Some people will. But I think most people wish they could be well. They just don't know what that looks like. Yeah, and I think most of us are like this man, that we wish to be well, but we answer and saying, um, verse 7, yeah. no one is here to take me to the pool because our answers are coming from our caterpillar mindset. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, we're saying, uh, excuse me, Jesus, of course I want to get well, but who's going to get me to the pool and um, you know there is a music group their name is uh, Valor V-A-L-O-R they have this song that I absolutely love about this story and the title is Water Came Walking Hmm. Water Came Walking he was waiting to get in the water but the water came walking to him in Jesus Christ don't you love it he was the healing waters right yes but he never expected that water would come to him Mm -hmm. you know he was always expecting to go to the water and Jesus has already been introduced as the water in the Mm -hmm. previous chapter and this time now Jesus comes he's the water and he asked this question uh, that maybe could be better translated do you want to be made whole yeah you want to you know you want this abundant life that I keep talking about you know there, there are people listening to this broadcast right now who are in that cocoon who recognize that maybe they're thinking like a caterpillar. And the pain may not be from a physical ailment. Mm. It may be from years of abuse. It may be years of, of rejection. And you're wondering, is there any way out of here? Yeah, and today we're talking specifically to those of you that have had long-time conditions. That's right. Whether they're spiritual or emotional. Mm-hmm. You know, you've been in the same thing for 38 years or 10 years or 5 years, and you're like, is there a way out of this? And Jesus comes and says, okay, do you want to get get well? Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> what a question. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> of course I want to get well. Of course I want to get well. And so Jesus says, okay. Uh, this man says, well, uh, nobody takes me to the pool. And Jesus, verse 8, gives a new paradigm. And Jesus said to him, arise, take up your pallet, and walk. And I can imagine him saying, say what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> say what? Walk? Don't you realize I'm paralyzed? But you know, the the amazing thing to me is verse 9. Because instead of doing all of that, verse 9 says, And immediately the man became well and took up his pallet and began to walk. He would never have known he was well if he hadn't tried to walk. You know, I think this is the hardest part of becoming a butterfly. The first day you start with your wings, say, do this work? Mm-hmm. Is really there Can more? Can I trust this? Yes. And I, and I remember coming out of my cocoon saying, you know, I'm so used to caterpillar and cocoon. I don't know about this flying. Mm-hmm. How, I'm, I'm gonna <laughs> flying scary stuff. And walking is scary stuff, too, if you've never walked, if you've never flown. Because, you know, there's always the chance that you're going to fall. And to think like someone who now is walking, someone who was flying. I know that I used to work a lot with uh, and drug and alcohol rehab. Hmm. And one of the hardest things to do is to get people to think as a sober person. Yes. And this is the issue in emotional health, mm-hmm. to think new thoughts. That's right. And Jesus is saying, look, I have, uh, and maybe if you're listening today, we want to tell you, 
ask God to change your paradigm if you are mm-hmm. in a place where you feel paralyzed mm-hmm. because God will guide you to a program, to a person, to a therapist, to or to the Bible. To the Bible. To just find worth, mm-hmm. your worth in God's eyes. And that might make be your first step. You know, it's been an exciting thing for me as a pastor and as a counselor to watch as uh, caterpillars become butterflies, to begin to think butterfly thoughts and to do butterfly things. It's amazing because now you have the abundant life. Mm -hmm. And, you know, this guy comes out of this 30 years of being paralyzed. And and Joe makes a little note here. He says it was the Sabbath day, um, verse 9. And then this is is one of those juxtapositions that we want to point out to you. The Jews had uh, the Sabbath day as the day of worship, but they had made it into a lot of work um, to observe because they, you know, the commandment in Exodus chapter twenty, and you can read the commandment is chapter twenty, verse eight, eight eleven. to eleven, and God has asked them not to work on that day to celebrate that they are now sons of the Creator mm-hmm. God. And that they have been redeemed. We find the Ten Commandments in two different places in the Old Testament. But somehow, the do not work had become a work on its own. That's right. They worked at not working. In fact, uh, it was against the Sabbath laws for them to heal. Uh, If someone was injured on the Sabbath, you could not put a, a healing ointment on their wound in order to help them get better until the Sabbath was over, because otherwise, you were engaging the work of healing. What a crazy thing. And it looks like in John, Jesus chooses the Sabbath many right. times to actually heal people. yes. Yeah, intentionally to say, look, this is a day of celebration. This is a day of being made whole. And he makes it, this miracle, in this day. And nobody's rejoicing because everybody's asking, how come you're carrying your mat? That's right. <laughs> They're not asking, how did you get to walk again after 38 years? Why are you carrying your mat? Yes, Give me you, a break. And you know, many times when you start your recovery to, to being a butterfly. People want to pull you back to being a caterpillar. Absolutely, because we all always choose the familiar over Mm -hmm. the healthy. And Jesus is there cheering you on and saying, walk, walk, there's more to life than what you've been living. And others are are upset by the fact that you've changed your paradigm and now you're walking, now you're flying. And they don't like that because maybe they don't fly, maybe they can't walk, or they're just used to the same old thing. And they're trying to pull you back. And and that's what happened here. These people said, why are you carrying your mat? (laughs) On the Sabbath day. But this was a man who was now healed and uh, he was living in a brand new paradigm. And today, as you listen, we mm-hmm. want to invite you to experience this because God is into the healing business. He's into butterfly life. Mm-hmm. You know and I know that your prayer may not result in your physical healing, but God has said that He is there to heal you spiritually. God will take care of you. He will lead you step by step if you trust Him. He will give you a new way of thinking that may help you deal with the physical limitations that you have, the physical disease. God is in the business of healing, and He will heal your heart, He will heal your mind, and He will help you to think His thoughts. Thank you for joining us today on Jesus 101. For more insights and resources, connect with us at Jesus101.tv. That's Jesus101.tv. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Jesus 101 Institute and follow us on Twitter at Jesus 101 Media. Until next time, live free.